My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Bashi here. Today we have a super exciting guest, Cindy Van Arnhem. She helps coaches understand themselves deeply, build a signature offer, understand how to show up online consistently, and feel confident selling. She's also the host of the Life at Full Blast podcast for online coaches. Welcome to the show, Cindy. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited for our conversation today. Oh, you and me both, and the audience will understand why in a second, but it's a pleasure to have you. So before we jump in, do you mind telling us a bit about your story and where you are today? Oh my goodness. Well, uh, I'll give you a quick version. I grew up on a farm in rural Alberta, Canada. Uh, super happy childhood until the age of 16 when my dad died suddenly and it blew my whole world up. And I made a series of bad decisions after that. You name the poor decision. I've probably made it. Uh, cocaine addiction, abusive relationships, just the list went on and on. And it took me, you know, several years. I had never went through formal treatment and I used personal development to help myself shift out of addiction. And that's why I'm so passionate about this personal development industry. And I met a mentor about seven years ago who started me down the spiritual rabbit hole and everything started to come together. And I started recognizing my skills as a ex virtual assistant, as somebody who's really good with technology, who's very much able to navigate the material world, but also that spiritual realm as well and the self mastery and the personal development. So I brought all of those pieces together and we're going to go down the rabbit hole today a little bit. Uh, master numerologist, universal law certified coach, but also project manager and virtual assistant background. So I bridge the gap between the seen and the unseen. Very interesting. Kind of a jack of all trades, but in yeah. a good way. Get it, Jack? Yeah. <laughs> numerology. So <laughs> let's <laughs> let's go into the numerology path first, because personally, that's what I'm super curious about. What is it? How did you find out about it? Because only apparently a thousand people have this skill. And how does it help your clients? Yeah. So there's a lot of different versions of numerology out there. And so I work with two different systems. One of them is very mainstream. People use it all the time. We talk about life path numbers or ruling numbers. And those are the numbers one through nine. A lot of people are familiar with those. We see them uh, used in things like angel numbers. We see them in tarot cards, oracle cards, numbers are everywhere, right? You see the clock, it's 1111, it's 222. And so the numbers are constantly speaking to us through that. But what it is, is a number is just an energetic frequency. And so through the quantum field, we have these energies that are speaking to us or communicating with us. That's all it is. But the system that I love to work with the most is the one you're talking about is the deck of playing cards. That's simple. It's just a simple deck of playing cards. The deck of playing cards was actually disguised as a game thousands and thousands of years ago. It is actually called the book of truth. And it holds so much knowledge and so much wisdom. There are 
I mean, I've studied this deeply for over four years and there are rabbit holes I have not yet gone down. And it is fascinating how accurate it is. We can look at past events and see why something unfolded and we can find answers, which brings a lot of peace. It brought a lot of peace for understanding why my dad died when he did. Um, it, we can also not, I'm not a fortune teller, but we can look to the future and see what energies will be influenced by so that we can choose to leverage those to our advantage, which as a business owner is really helpful. Um, I do annual forecasts for my clients where I'm looking at the different energies and their own rhythm. So, you know, when you're going to be like brainstorming and thinking, and you know, when you're going to be more busy throughout the year so that you can plan your calendar around what you're going to be focused on, when to launch different offers, like we can play with it in so many different ways. Um, yeah, I could go on for hours about this. So I'm going <laughs> to let you ask questions and where your curiosity is going. Okay. So how did you find out about this? I want to know that. Yeah. So my old mentor, um, that I met seven years ago has studied this system for over 20 years and she is obsessed with it. And it was something that, you know, because I was working with her closely, she was doing readings for me and I saw the accuracy of it. And, you know, I'm a very logical 3d world kind of girl, like show me the science. I need to see proof. I don't like this whole woo woo magical thing at the time. Yeah. Now I see that there's <laughs> miracles that happen. Right. But in the beginning, I was like, oh, I don't know about this. This seems like a load of hoo-ha. And she just kept doing readings. And I'm like, oh, my God, that is so accurate. And it's, it blew my mind, like literally blew my mind. And so she offered to teach it. And I jumped on board. I'm like, yeah, tell me everything you've got. So um, I started studying with her about four years ago. And we have since parted ways. But um, I learned everything I know from her. She studied it for a long time. There are a few resources online, but you really can't just Google the meaning of a card in the deck and get an accurate result because it is very much an intuitive science. And so when I pull, say, the eight of spades, for example, depending on the context of what's happening for that person, depending on the question being asked, depending on other influences that are occurring at that time, that card's going to have different meaning all the time. So you can get like a really generic answer through Google and there's really not a lot of resources out there. And what you're going to get is just going to be really surface level compared to what you can get by working with somebody who does readings. That is so crazy to me out of 52 cards in a deck and you yes. can get answers. And So the science behind the deck of cards, this blew my mind when I first read this. So there are four uh, suits in the deck, right? There's four yeah. seasons in a year. So if you think about the hearts are all about the spring and we're planting new seeds and we're falling in love. And then we move into the, the clubs, which are more the, well, we're doing stuff and we're communicating. It's the summertime. We're with people, we're sharing, we're communicating. And then in the fall, we've got the diamonds. We're harvesting. We're bringing in the, the physical return of our connection, our planting of the seeds and connecting with people. And so we're bringing in the harvest. And then the winter is the spades. It's that time to go within. We're hibernating, we're reflecting, we're integrating, and we keep going around through the seasons. This is where it gets really weird. If you start adding up all the numbers of the cards, the jack being an 11, the queen a 12, and the king the 13, if you start adding them all up, 
it equals 364. And the Joker plays a role as a quarter of each season, 365 days in a year. What? <laughs> it's pretty messed up. When I started reading this, I'm like, okay, there's obviously something to this. This deck of cards is not just a game. It was crafted very deliberately. If you look at the history of a deck of playing cards, we can't prove how far back it goes thousands and thousands and thousands of years. And, you know, the traditional deck of playing cards, you know, there's lots of novelty decks of playing cards out there, but the traditional deck, the design has not really changed in all of that time. That's not by accident. That is so crazy. So what kind of <laughs> question? So like for your clients, because this is a business mm -hmm. podcast, so let's make it businessy. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> what kinds of questions do you, I guess, ask the deck? to help your clients? Yeah, so it's really wise to not ask yes or no questions. We wanna ask things like, what might my audience want to hear from me today? Or what do they need to hear? Helps you create content. Um, what is the best action step that I can take in order to get the result that I'm looking for? So we can do a reading for that and look at, okay, well, this is what you need to do. And it's very direct. It is very much a specific answer. It'll say like, you need to take the day off and go for a walk. Or it'll say, time to put your head down and create the dang thing and take action. Like it's that specific. So how do you decipher that from the cards though? Yeah. So, I mean, all of the numbers have different meanings and we can get a generic uh, example of that. I can give you a pretty quick example of what the numbers mean in general. Again, okay. it comes from the context of the client. So if the client is saying, okay, well, I'm ready to go into launching my signature offer. I'm really excited about moving this out. What kind of content can I create and what do I need to, where do I need to focus my energy in order to get the best results of this launch? Well, I can look at the type of content they should be writing, the action steps they need to be taking, the type of self-care they need to be doing. Should you be all in or should you just take a step back and trust? Um, it all comes from the cards. And again, it is an intuitive reading. So a lot of my intuition is playing the game in that as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but I'll give you a quick like general of the numbers and the suits. So the ace is the one. It's brand new. It's a fresh start. We're planting something new, new ideas, inspiration. Then we move to the two, which is all about our intuition, connection, maybe connecting with other people. When I see a two, I'm like, they probably got a new client coming in. The two is always about someone else and a mirror of someone else showing up. The three, hyper-creative, uh, either goes towards anxiety and overwhelm or goes to let's create something. The three just wants to create like crazy. The four is grounded, solid, foundational, really wants to build something in the world. So if I see a four, I'm like, go build the sales page. Like that's really what's happening with the four. The five invites in a choice point. The five wants freedom. The five wants some sort of teaching, some wisdom to show up. So the five says, okay, look at what you built and then pivot what needs to be pivoted. What do you, how do you see your freedom in this? What can you learn from this? The six also very creative, but the six starts to show you feedback in the world of what's going on. So maybe you built a sales page and then you sent it out for some feedback and it comes back and you're like, mm, that's not quite right. So we can pivot it and change it. 
The seven, very much about freedom and action and trust, taking that leap of faith. I see a seven, I'm like, go for it, just go, just go. You you know enough, just do the thing. Uh, the eight is about dedication, devotion, flow, ease, just like rolling with it. It is very much that momentum when all of your sales calls are booked and your calendar's filling up. And then the nine is completion of the cycle. So it says, okay, let's bring this to an end and decide if we're going to finish it completely or take it to the next highest level. The 11 is a two, the 13, or sorry, the 12 is a thir- a three, <laughs> it's going to do math. And then the king, of course, that, that 13 is the four. So those still play a role. They're just more of a mastery. So then we play with the suits. Again, like I said in the beginning, that the hearts is that self-love, that planting of seeds. The hearts is all about relationships, the loving, the belonging, those types of things. It's about connecting with people. The clubs is all about the mind, the thinking, the inspiration, the ideas, the brainstorming, the writing, the speaking, all of those. It's about expression. The diamonds is very much the material. So it is the physical world, uh, your body. It can also mean money. So it's around wealth. So if I see diamonds showing up, there's something around your money that's showing up for you. Um, that's that can be useful as an entrepreneur. <laughs> knowing yes, absolutely. Yeah. Coming in or not, like what's going on? And then the <laughs> where are my diamonds are- at? <laughs> Right. <laughs> so then the the spades are very much that internal, that knowing who you are, the self-exploration, more of the inner work. So when I see spades show up, I'm like, mm, you got some work to do on the inside. So that's kind of like crash course in the deck of cards. <laughs> that is so cool. That is so cool. I I, 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 but I see what you mean. Like there's, there could be so many different combinations based off of which cards you pull based on like that'll give you the message yeah <laughs> but anyway okay let's cover a little bit of like the others I'll, I'm gonna pick your yeah. brain a little bit more once we're, we're done recording but <laughs> of course. um but what else do you do so let's 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 cover that well I guess how did you get started with this business yeah so I actually started as a virtual assistant I have a project management background and I really because I was so passionate about the personal development world I wanted to work with coaches to help them build their dream to help them build their business uh what I, one of the things I find with coaches healers the first thing that they struggle with is systems and the technology and they get confused because men there's a lot of noise out there about how many pieces of software you need and websites and this and that and it's just noisy So how would you ever know what to do? And because I had that background and was good with technology, um, I started to see how I could support that way. And then I learned about universal laws, really understanding the law of divine timing and the six stages of divine timing. And that is also connected to numerology. And I just started to meld all those pieces together and recognized I'm really good at helping people master themselves, their emotions, their thoughts, um, what's going on in their internal world, which is crucial as an entrepreneur. Uh, It's one of the hardest things you'll ever do is to be an entrepreneur. And if you can't master those emotions and those thoughts, you're going to have a hard time. So I teach that. And then I also help people put together a signature offer because I think a lot of people They've got these modalities. I work with healers who have Reiki and tapping and numerology and, you know, human design. They've got all these modalities, but they don't know how to pull it together into something that's more of a high ticket offer. And so instead of offering all their magic and really creating transformation, 
They're offering one-off sessions for 150 bucks here, there, and everywhere, never having consistent income. And when good people make money, they do good things with their money. And healers, coaches, we're good people. So we need the coaches and the healers of the world to make more money, please. <laughs> and so I <laughs> and teach people... You- Yeah, exactly. So I teach people how to use the divine timing cycle to create their signature offer. So I'm pulling in all that magic. Of course, we're playing with numerology. We're looking at wealth codes. We're looking at manifestation codes, um, all of those things. And then beyond that, I teach people how to show up online and be visible. Um, I said before we started recording, I did a Facebook Live every single day for four years. I know what I'm doing when it comes to being on camera, being visible, creating content. And so I pull that piece in as well so that you know what to do online. You don't have to dance and point at things on TikTok in order to make money. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Every time I see a creator or or I see a a coach because I follow, you know, a ton of them now. um, Mm -hmm. And they're like dancing and pointing. I'm just like, you don't have to do that. I mean, if it's your jam and you love it, go for it, but you don't have to. So if you can tell if somebody's really uncomfortable with it, I Mm -hmm. believe that there is one TikTok video out there of me doing that. And it was awful. I will never do it again. Is it still up? (laughs) I think so. (laughs) If we put this on YouTube, I'll go and I'll find it. I'll make it the thumbnail. All right. All right. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So, okay, you you briefly touched on it and then I, I didn't want to interrupt you, but can you go into the art of divine timing and mm-hmm. how it plays a role in building an online business? Yeah, divine timing plays a role in absolutely everything of our life. And I've actually proven this to myself time and time again. When I said to myself, I ran an online summit and I said, I'm not using the divine timing cycle for this. And it worked anyways. <laughs> it always does. The universe is just, it always works in this cycle. So there are six stages to divine timing. We begin with awareness. We become aware that we want something. It's called setting an intention. So we're aware, let's use the, I want $10,000 a month consistent revenue. So I become aware that I would like to create that kind of revenue. And then we're like, but I don't know how to do that. I have no idea. And so we start looking for, and what happens with our brain, our brain actually opens up the intuition starts seeking out the answers to it. And so, you know, we'll have a coach that comes into our experience all of a sudden who teaches people how to make $10,000 or, you know, you'll connect with somebody. So the, the awareness stage is just being curious and exploring life with like childlike wonder. And then we real begin to realize and we start to move into the second stage of divine timing, how separate we are from that intention. And most people skip over this part because nobody wants to feel their feelings. And we feel the shame, the blame, the guilt, the, the, I screwed up the mistakes, all of our money stories starts showing up. Right. And instead of dealing with those emotions and navigating them, we try to just skip right over them and go into the building of something or the putting out an offer and people can smell the desperation from a mile away. And then nobody buys your program. So we got to feel our feelings. We got to deal with the shame and the guilt and the blame and whatever else is rising up around that money story so that we can forgive and let go. And so that my phrase is let go go and let God, right? Of just Mm -hmm. surrendering. So in that, what happens is we come to an awareness and acceptance that I I might be able to make $10,000 a month. 
which moves us into the third stage of divine timing, which is self-responsibility, which also we see coaches and healers trying to skip over this stage as, as well. And there are no shortcuts. We cannot take shortcuts. So self-responsibility is the decision point. I hear this phrase all the time. Well, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And that's a load of hogwash. If it's meant to be, you must decide that you will do what it takes. And so the decision point, and it needs to come from the inside out. It needs to be that full body, just like, mm, I'm doing this. There is no question in my mind. I am willing to do whatever it takes in order to achieve this $10,000 a month. Now, to the not to the detriment of other people, please. Obviously, you're going to trust your intuition and you're going to take the next steps and you're going to build whatever it is that you're being called to build, which moves us into the next stage, which is activation. Here is where I hear the question all the time. Okay, well, I've made this decision. I'm going to have this. It's happening. Now what? <laughs> I don't know how, right? Now I got to go and hire a coach and I've got to buy, buy that $20 Instagram course because Instagram is going to be the answer to my problem. I've got to, you know, dance and point at things on TikTok. You know, I've got to do all these things. And then people get overwhelmed. The to-do list is now 52 million things long. And you're like, oh, I don't know what to do. How? And this is where I come in and help you solve the how, because it's like not a so calling me out right now. <laughs> Stop. I do this a lot. <laughs> so in this activation stage, you're literally just doing the next step. That's it. And the next step is not a website. The next step is not dancing and pointing at things at TikTok. The next step is putting a solid strategy in place and doing things one step at a time. And you might need some help with that, with someone who's an intuitive business strategist, perhaps. <laughs> Once you've started doing enough of the right things based on your strategy, enough times, you move into the fifth stage of divine timing, which is acceleration or momentum, which all of us crave, right? We want the calendar to be filling up and booking sales calls and the money to be coming in. And, and then what happens is, oh my God, I'm too busy and I've forgotten my self-care and now I'm overwhelmed. I can't handle it. It's too good. So we self-sabotage. I see it happen so often. Or we get into that momentum and we're not seeing that $10,000 show up. And so we, we keep going and keep going and keep going. And then we start questioning it. Well, I'm not seeing the results. Everybody's saying no to my offer. I'm not seeing the results. When is this going to happen? And we self-sabotage. We give up three feet before gold. So the whole point of momentum is to keep going, even though it's a little insane because you're really busy and you forgot to shower, you forgot to eat lunch, et cetera. Keep going. Because momentum is not meant to be maintained. It is supposed to come to an end because you're in a divine timing cycle. And so one morning you wake up and you're like, oh my God, nobody booked a sales call. <gasps> what did I do wrong? No, you're taking your foot off the gas for a minute because that $10,000 a month is already here. It's landing in your bank account very, very soon. And now is the time to go into the sixth stage of divine timing, which is transmutation which is the celebration, the honoring, the reflection of the journey. I think so many of us forget to celebrate that we did the dang thing, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's a time of really just honoring that journey in whatever way feels good to you because you're getting ready to move into the next cycle of divine timing and you will soon become aware that you want something more or something different. 
and around you go again. So I use that cycle in everything I do, including course creation, including, you know, five day challenge creation, including uh, creating my podcast, all the things I use it for everything I do. It's just, it seems like when you're talking about it, it seems like such an obvious yeah. way path to go. Like it does, doesn't it? It yeah. just that, <laughs> see, that makes so much sense. <laughs> I so think I think the phrases. main. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just one, of say, my... I... <laughs> one of my favorite phrases is that complication is not the way of the universe, and so the universe has given us these very specific set of orderly things, but our human brain can't figure that out and likes to complicate things. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, I think that the main thing that, and I'm glad that you pointed it out, because I think a lot of people that have gone into this manifestation, ideology, methodology, and they assume that because they thought that they wanted it and they're thinking it and they're like, yeah, this is mine, but they're Mm -hmm. not doing any work that they're still going to get it. Yeah, and you I can't think that's the, the most couch. crucial part. It really is. You can't just sit on the couch and meditate and wait for it to show up. You've got to actually do the thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I feel like that's a lot of people are thinking that way. And that's why yeah. the whole manifestations bullshit. Manifestations doesn't work. Like it does. Yeah, it does. Unfortunately, the book, The Secret, missed about 24 other universal laws that are really important as part of the manifestation process. The law of attraction is awesome, but there's so many more laws that we need to be aware of in order to manifest effectively. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I did not know that. Interesting. They're hiding a lot of things. I don't know, man. Right? That's a whole nother episode. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have to have you back on, but... All right, let's, I've still got a few more questions I want to go through. So what is, what are some of the biggest challenges you're facing in this business today? You do have a very unique one, so I'm sure you have. I do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I get asked this question a lot and I've gotten to this stage in my business now of understanding myself so well and understanding universal law so well that I, most of the time my answer is I don't have a challenge. There is no such thing as a problem. There's only problem solving. And so when I look at my business as, oh, look, there's a challenge. Yay. Because this is another problem to solve. And as an entrepreneur, you're always creating problems and you're always solving problems. That's just the name of the game. And so, you know, I see a lot of people struggling to get clients or struggling to be visible online or struggling with limiting beliefs and things like that. And all I see that as is possibility. Here's where your next growth is. Interesting. So I guess what problems are you trying to solve right now? (laughs) (laughs) So I recently went through a major transition in my business, um, let go of a seven-year business partnership. And so in my, I guess, personal and business life, I am navigating the loss of that friendship and that mentorship and that partnership, Um, but it's coming to a close. And so as I let that come to a close, I'm also planting new seeds, you know, the law of entropy and evolution as things come to a close, when one door closes, another opens. Uh, There's nothing for me to focus on there except navigating the emotions of it and then focusing on what's next. What am I creating next? So I'm in that playful spot of, okay, I'm sad one day and now I'm happy and excited. So I'm just kind of bouncing in between that and I know I can move through it. Well, it is springtime, so no better time yeah. than now to plant the seeds. <laughs> exactly. 
All right, so we are like, see, and I knew that this was going to happen. We were going to run out of time, but I'm going to keep going. I want to hear about your podcast. So what was the intention behind starting the podcast and what's the meaning behind the name? Mm, So actually my podcast used to be called Rebel Radio and it started as a passion project because I absolutely loved having conversations with other coaches and healers. And so I interviewed somebody random that I just would connect to on Facebook and I would ask them to be a guest on the show. Uh, I interviewed every single week for three years straight on Rebel Radio. Um, It was awesome. I I met the coolest people, had the best conversations, Uh, but it was a passion project. I never thought of any kind of strategy behind it. Somebody said, you need to plan a year out in advance. I'm like, "Mm, I'm going to launch it in two weeks. And I did. (laughs) And I was super excited about it. I didn't have the marketing behind it, but it ended up getting picked up by a podcast conglomerate seven months later and got spread out into every single country in the world except North Korea. And from there, it just exploded. Um, And then this business partnership came to an end. And I started realizing some of my magic and how I wanted to show up in the world in a different way. And so I decided to rebrand it back in uh, January 1st. I rebranded, actually. And it became the Life at Full Blast podcast. Um, I pull in the self-mastery pieces. I talk about business strategy. I talk about creating content. It is definitely for the healers and coaches who are ready to show up and be magical and be confident and create those 10K months. And I love every single moment of podcasting. It is so much fun. And there's zero stress on what I did. <laughs> you know what? As you should, but you're doing it authentically. You're doing it according to who you are and what works best for you. I, I hate the people that are like, oh yeah, well, you have to plan this out for a year or you have to make, I don't, I, I don't like doing that. I don't like doing that. Right. If I want to do something, we're going to do it now. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs are like that. You know, we have to sit down the moment we have an idea and just pump it out and move on. <laughs> yes. There's some strategy needed for certain things. Definitely. But what I like to yeah. use is phrase my strategy as is I give you a sandbox for your intuition to play in. So I give you these four walls that you can bounce around in there and create and do whatever you need, but you need some sort of foundation. Otherwise, you're probably running down the beach naked and that's for your personal life, not for your business. You need some walls and a foundation. (laughs) Lovely visual. (laughs) Love that. Thank you. (laughs) So you create the sandbox, but what, what, I guess, what are you building the sandbox with? Mm. So number one, self-mastery. You have to know who you are and you have to be able to trust yourself and navigate those emotions. The entrepreneurial journey is a roller coaster of all the stuff. If you want to grow, just be an online coach. (laughs) That'll do it. Uh, So that's important. That's one of the pillars of my work. The second pillar is how to express yourself. So, you know, dancing and pointing at things on TikTok. You don't have to do that. You need to understand how to express yourself and how to show up consistently and create content that makes sense, that resonates with your audience. So I speak to that very, a lot in my program. And then the third piece is having that solid, sustainable strategy. Um, You know, healers, especially empaths, people that I work with, they get overwhelmed, they get tired, they need space away. I suffered from adrenal fatigue, burnout, exhaustion, because I just thought if I just work harder, I'll somehow break through. 
we need to take a step away. We need to have our digital detoxes and all of those things. And so I give you a strategy that allows you to be consistent, continuously show up where you don't need months off at a time. You can continue to do the things over and over and over again and still have plenty of time for all the other extraordinary pieces of your life. And that actually, that totally reminds me. Um, I know that this is something that you talk about on your Instagram. I know you've got a video up there, but I think it'd be really beneficial for my audience as well. Can you talk a little bit about the significance or importance behind recalibration dates and why more people should implement them? Yes. Recalibration dates. So important. We get so lost in the minutia of our business, that 52 million things on that to-do list, and we're just plugging away at it, plugging away. And we tend to lose the passion for why we're doing what we're doing. Or we get lost in the minutia and we keep doing stuff that we don't love doing anymore. And so having a recalibration date allows you to take a step back and look at your business from that 40,000 foot view again and go, okay, why am I doing this? Who am I connecting with? And maybe you'll see that what you're doing is perfect and you're still on track and that's a good thing. But you might also see, oh man, I've been doing that post every single day and I am bored of it. And every morning I wake up and I'm like, I have to do it. What if you don't? What if you pivoted it? What if you changed it? And you can add some fresh air into your business with recalibration dates. So I highly recommend them at least every quarter, if not every month. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. I think I, I can totally see how those are really important. Yeah. All right, Cindy, thank you so, so much for coming on the show. This was really fun. Um, if anybody's looking to get in contact with you, what's the best way for them to find you? Yeah, my website, fullblastcoaching.com. Or if you Google my name, you'll find me everywhere, including on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> but not dancing and pointing. There's one in there somewhere. But <laughs> way down there to find it. <laughs> oh, my God. Once again, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so Group. much. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur and would like to come on the show, please visit top100interview.com. Thank you. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.